0: And as always, thank you so much for hanging out with us today as we dive into another Holly Jolly horror movie because it's December and it's time again for us to hang up the stockings and...
2: Help. Help me. Help me. You
1: I'm waiting Help for the me. I am do,
2: waiting for the plane. I thought you could hear it. That's why <laughs> I was side. I would have loved to jump in. I had background noise. It's
0: I was time. here for you. I was
1: waiting. I was waiting for my moment.
0: It's t- okay. <laughs> well, that's it. <laughs> That's all I had to say, I suppose.
2: <laughs> um, ho, ho, ho and such.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, deck deck the halls with the boughs. Uh, needless to say, it's December. As always, it is time for us to get into holiday horror slash slash winter horror?
2: Ooh. Question mark? True, true. I don't know,
0: maybe. We we'll got options. What, yeah,
2: we'll see what the vibe is this month. But nonetheless... It is honestly a great time of year for us. Like, Likewise with Halloween, it's always fun once we get around spooky season. But there's something about the Christmas season that does feel equally fun, at least for the podcast. Mm-hmm. I will be honest, I didn't frequent Christmas horror as much uh, before doing this show. But since doing this show, it has become one of my favorite things. I do love mm-hmm. seeing how we make Christmas spooky and bloody. Uh, I've been enjoying this journey, finding new and crazier, wackier versions of Santa Claus to talk about.
0: And holiday horror is just the perfect time for the whimsiest of plots, for the wackiest of stories and for the goofiest of kills. Like (laughs) holiday horror is just, It can be serious, and I do think that there is some merit in having some more serious tellings of stories that really do appeal to the horror aspect. That can still be great and very much worthwhile, and I do enjoy getting those because I do think at this moment in time, a lot of the particularly Christmas horror movies we have are either comedies or they are purposefully silly or goofy or what have you. So, I do enjoy getting some straightforward ones, but I there I will always kick my legs and giggle anytime I watch one that is just really leaning into the holiday and the absurdity of what you can do with horror that jumps head first into oh it's christmas okay santa claus is here and he's gonna kill you with a candy cane like i (laughs) will never be upset about that
2: you want to know what's one of my favorite like newer christmas or i guess holiday season things that's been going on it's kind of horror adjacent but it is the um the memes around mariah carey's all i want for christmas is you i just love that every year it feels like it gets treated more and more like an urban legend
0: she's a mythical beast that (laughs) has hibernated throughout the year and is finally being let free upon unsuspecting humans there is one that i saw that was basically the lights out short but with mariah carey (laughs) just hiding in the shadows of a hallway and there was a jump scare But yeah, it's it's ridiculous and I I love it.
2: What's funny, though, is and I'm probably jinxing it now. I haven't heard that song not once this year. That's
0: so funny that you said that because I was about to say the same thing. Weirdly enough, we were decorating the other day and I went to YouTube and I put on a Christmas playlist Mm -hmm. and every version of All I Want for Christmas with You was not the Mariah Carey version. It was very i have no idea who that person was that was singing because i it's a voice i'd never heard before um but yeah now that you mention that i don't think i've heard that song besides in those (laughs) memes yeah i sat down and heard the entire
2: like not in a mall not in a can not in a store not in a target like nowhere i what's what's happening is there right Because it was number
0: one. It still hit number one this year. So people were checking for it as per usual. Uh But no, I haven't heard it anywhere.
2: Interesting. Well, you homies, let us know. Have you heard the first whispers of all I want for Christmas is you yet? Or Mm. is it somehow being hidden from us? What's going on?
0: Yeah. Please, please keep us in the loop because this is weird. This is strange. (laughs) Um, But I decided for my pick this month i did have to consult with the homies a little bit because i was a i was unsure speaking of just what i did i didn't know if i wanted to do silly to start the month off or if i wanted to do a more serious dark Mm -hmm. tale um, to start us off, I, I was a little conflicted. I had options in my head for both sides of the coin. I had to ask for a little bit of help. And most people said that they wanted a little something silly, a little kooky, a little zany. And that actually made it really easy for me to decide on my final choice. So we're going to be taking a look at Santa's sleigh today. Mm-hmm. Um, which for me for a while was like a Christmas staple when it came to holiday horror. I honestly haven't watched it in a while, so I was excited to go back and, and check it out again and see if it was like I remembered it being. Mm-hmm. Yes and no. It, it was in some degrees, and then in other ways, I did. It, I misremembered a lot of things. Mm-hmm. But one thing that I did remember was the... We have quite some notorious actors in this film that you will recognize. And I did remember all of them being in this.
2: Yeah, a lot of a lot of familiar faces, a lot of cameos, a lot of early 2000s humor, uh, which was my first time ever watching this. A key part of the experience, which is what I will refer to watching this movie as an experience.
0: Yes, uh, it's it's something it's something for sure and i did i am happy that we started off with a movie like this i think Mm -hmm. uh coming off of some more serious films it's this is just fucking silly like it really it's so yeah it's so
2: it's so silly it's so goofy it is a great i i i will say this off the top though i do think it's a great movie to ring in the holiday season with though like mm-hmm. it does capture what i expect holiday horror to be
0: yes also it was kind of nice to just have a movie that didn't take itself too seriously and that it honestly just seemed like everybody knew exactly what kind of movie they were making and we're okay with that we're happy with mm-hmm. that we're pleased with that um because Sometimes it is nice to just have a movie that has the most simple of plots. There's no extra nothing to it. It is what it is. And you can just sit down and enjoy that for an hour and 18 minutes because this is also not a long movie. And then just be pleased with that once it's over. Um, So I was excited about that.
2: Oh, yeah. I'm going to tell you off the jump. When I saw how long this movie was, I was grinning from ear to ear. Mm -hmm. I was like precisely as long as I was hoping this movie would be.
0: (laughs) Exactly what I wanted. Also, and there's, this is maybe a a deeper conversation for another day, but I also just enjoy that the plot of this movie, there's no extra trauma or like dark shit that they have to deal with. (laughs) It's literally just, yeah, Santa is Satan's son, so. (laughs) Isn't that crazy like that's literally
2: <laughs> Ain't that wild. just
0: the plot and sometimes i need that i just need some basic three ingredient pie that i can just shove into my face and <laughs> this is exactly what that was which i guess leads us into our scare scale uh-huh. <laughs> which I think you guys can probably already imagine where we're going to fall on this one, but we still simply must do it. So on a scale of one to five, five being the ho ho hoiest. <laughs> I can't. It's like I can see
2: it in your eyes.
0: Five <laughs> five being the horror and the terror of your grandma getting run over by a reindeer.
2: Ooh, good one.
0: And one being walking into your living room and seeing santa kissing your mother (laughs) so it's like it's not scary but it's just kind of like a oh (laughs) Uh oh like a surprise where does this movie fall
2: uh i'm gonna have to put this one at santa kissing my mother in the living room (laughs) um
0: santa french kissing my mom
2: Yeah, now this movie's a one, but I mean like yeah. it's a it's a comedy. So like it's not trying to be scary It does use a couple Horror like tricks and tropes to like move things along Yeah, but it's not really the point and like I don't think it ever really like pushes it to be the point um, which is totally fine for me, but um, For that reason, I'm still gonna give it a one
0: No, I give. I same. Yeah, it's not meant to be scary and it is not and is very very light very goofy very silly there's not even really any imagery that will trouble you because Mm -hmm. the gore and the violence in it is also very slapstick played for laughs i mean our santa is played by a wrestler and it very much (laughs) has that this is a performance type of violence so yeah yeah one it is one and done (laughs) Make out, make out, mama, make out.
2: (laughs) (laughs) But all right, homies, we are entering into spoiler territory, so you have been warned. But today we are talking about Santa's Sleigh from 2005. This movie was written and directed by David Steinman and is starring Douglas Smith as Nicholas, Emily DeRaven as Mac, Robert Culp as Grandpa, and Bill Goldberg as Santa.
1: Christmas is a time of joy and cheer, and no one embodies that spirit quite like Santa Claus. But what if I told you Santa isn't who you think he is? And now that he's free from a 1,000 year wager, Santa, son of Satan, has arrived in the town of Hell's Township to spread a little Christmas fear insert bobbing for eggnog Hanukkah hoagies And many methods of yuletide terror here Our film concludes with Nicholas teaming up with his good friend Mac and eccentric grandfather to take down Santa But will they be enough to stop the holiday horror in hell's township? Also Yes, Virginia there is a santa claus roll
0: credits (laughs) yeah we get a lot of uh see this is why i wanted to be so punny this episode we get a lot (laughs) of them in the movie and i was just trying to be on that level
2: there is a lot yeah but they had time you know they had time to write a whole script and like do multiple drafts like you're out here doing this on the fly erica you gotta cut yourself some slack
0: thank you you're right Thank you <laughs> i also will say i do miss this time where wrestlers were just in horror movies and they were basically just themselves and were just picked because they were big brooding guys Mm -hmm. (laughs) because i think of this movie and then i think of kane and see no evil (laughs) and see no evil too which i still champion to this day (laughs) to this day i think that those movies are fun i enjoy them they are not good movies let me be clear but they are fun movies and kane kane's doing what needs to be done in those movies
2: you know that's fair there is something magical about the wrestler slash rapper era of horror that i don't know if we'll ever get it back but i appreciate Mm -hmm. it for what it was for and the joy that i think it brought many many people
0: right also going off in a little tangent here um i also miss when musicians would just come on sitcoms to perform and be themselves like they perform their entire (laughs) song on the sitcom episode and then they were playing themselves.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: I miss that. <laughs> I miss when they're like, and here's Maya on Blackstreet singing Take You There. And now like Maya played Maya. And I feel like it's from that same thing where it was just fun to see them on there and see them sing, but now everybody has to be a character. Mm-hmm. And it's like, here's Ice Spice as Paula, but I just <laughs> have her be on there as Ice. <laughs> like
2: True,
3: true. It's
0: the same, same, same thread. These are <laughs> the same. Have the wrestler come on and basically be himself, but be killing people. Mm-hmm. Have ice spice be ice spice.
2: But killing people.
0: But killing people, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you thought I was feeling you. <laughs>
2: just... Oh my god, give me the Ice Spice <laughs> horror film right now. Right now. Somebody write it.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh but <laughs> back to santa's sleigh yeah, let's
2: let's get serious
0: <laughs> let's get serious about this movie and let's really dive into the analysis of this one okay. um roshane it mm-hmm. was your first time it was. checking this bad boy out i'm dying to know what is in your notebook
2: all right so the first thing i got here is in quotations hey followed by insert whistle wink blink all in the same two seconds
0: (laughs) wait what is that from
2: so this is from the dinner in the beginning we start with a christmas dinner right um it's from the character who's played by oh god i'm gonna forget his name yeah it's it's chris katan's character Um, when he's like talking to i gotta be honest i don't remember any of these characters mostly because <laughs> i knew that they were about to be
0: <laughs> so body count. we start with a dinner okay imagine this <laughs> you Set know those <laughs> those those memes where it's it's who you who would you invite to dinner or like who's your dream blunt rotation mm-hmm. imagine your dream blunt rotation but it's fran drescher <laughs> rebecca gayheart chris Kattan, and james Kahn. and then <laughs> two twins i do i did not recognize the other the sisters um but yes we start at a uh, dinner that is basically just cameo city Mm -hmm. because these characters are just here to be our opening stinger kill. But what's fun about it is I do feel like this plays out like it's almost a dream sequence or like it would be the kind of sequence where you pan out and you'd realize, oh, it's a movie within a movie or something. But this is all actually happening.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Which took me a second to like take this all in. I was like, is this real? Like... Are these right. real people? Is this is this part of the plot or is this gonna get us into the plot? But no, these this is a real family that is mm-hmm. having a real dinner, um, that all have some real issues. And it's now here's the thing, is at first I was not sold on this opening. Um, this before Santa comes plowing down the chimney. Um mm-hmm. it, during the setup, I was just like, what what are we doing here? And like these characters, although they're all supposed to be real people, are all very like heightened versions of like people you can't stand, kind of sorta. Yeah. And so my first note was really just in regard to Chris Katan's character because like he's kind of playing this it's
0: so much
2: sleazy kind of just like gropey person. Uh it's a
0: lot. <laughs> he is doing everything to eat up this camera frame he is absolutely diving in he also basically fingers fran drescher the the flashy girl from flushing the nanny named fran uh he basically is like groping her under the table but she's into it yeah she's into it let me be clear
2: yeah (laughs) and so like I don't know this whole this whole sequence is a lot to take in because like again, this is a whole table of cameos and everyone is kind of like soaking up their scene. So it's hard to kind of decide who you're supposed to be watching. That is very quickly fixed once Santa enters the building because he just comes one he just he falls down the chimney and then breaks through it like he doesn't do the whole like oh let me like sneak on through this man sort of just walks through the bricks that make this chimney and proceeds to Mm -hmm. murder this entire family for no reason no reason given no reason needed just comes down and starts creating chaos and
0: beautiful fashion
2: in absolutely beautiful fashion and with my second note being, I'm very cool with this entire family dying. I really feel like Santa came to serve, and he mm-hmm. some he somehow looked at what was on my wish list and knew exactly what to give me because this man took out that entire family in record time.
0: Also, one of my first notes is the punting of the dog is truly a gift. Oh, I truly this <laughs> might rival Vampire in Brooklyn. <laughs> it's um, up there. It's up there because he comes in and this is when we get the line. Yes, Virginia, because that is for Andresher's name. We do get her name. But yeah, he goes, yes, Virginia, there is a Santa Claus. He co- he walks over and just kicks the dog and it sails through the, through the air and then lands on the chandelier. And... The, I think it's the speed with which it happens so unnaturally fast. Mm-hmm. And it's such a quick cut from a real dog to a fake dog. <laughs> and it just, it really, it really warmed me. Like as, as soon as that happened, I thought, yeah, this is the, this is what I remember. This is the, the sweet treat I was hoping for. But he goes through and... It's a I will say as ridiculous as a lot of these kills are, they're done very well, I think actually visually. Like I said, a lot of it is played for gags. It's mm-hmm. a very slapstick type of gore, but it looks good. And it it actually plays out in a way where if they were taking it a little bit more seriously, it could almost cross into why like like oh that could be scary if they wanted to take it seriously but they're yeah. not so it's just really fun because he comes in um one of the twins just faints and impales herself uh Fabulous. he he blows fire onto fran Drescher's head and her hair just becomes flames and then when we cut back to her it's like they glued little pieces of hair <laughs> onto her scalp and then he drowns her in eggnog. I mean beautiful chef's kiss. My <laughs> compliments to the It's so good.
2: I just like the whole sequence, there's so much carnage, but like like you said, they pay they they play it for laughs So like mm-hmm. it never feels too much. Honestly, you're just kind of laughing through a lot of it. Um and for me it really set the tone. For the movie immediately, which I really enjoyed, I like that the movie was like from the get. This is this is what you're getting for the next hour and 18 minutes. I hope you're cool with this. Right. I absolutely was. I was here. I was like, yes, please take me take me further down this road that is Santa's sleigh.
0: Mm-hmm. And then our opening credits actually give us a little bit of insight into the story that is about to unfold because there is a book a special book that tells Mm -hmm. point blank period tells the tale of what happened to santa and this angel where we come to find out which i do actually really love the stop motion scene i know
2: that sequence is fun
0: It's a great way, I think, of of playing it out because like we see it now in the book. This is our credit sequence where we're just flipping through the images, but everything in the book is written in Old Norse, so you can't actually read it. Allegedly. I don't know if this is actually accurate, but there's Mm -hmm. a time when the grandfather speaks Old Norse. I have no way of knowing if he is if he is doing well, because also like that is not a language anymore. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know if if he's what he's actually speaking, but mm-hmm. we see it that way. We hear a little bit of it told out loud, and then we get to see a stop motion version of it, which I think is really fun. I think it was a cool way to show off a different type of filmmaking. It's actually fairly artistic for a movie like this, and it's fun. It's done well. It's cute. It's really funny. Uh, to, to me, one of the funniest parts of that sequence is when, <laughs> when the angel wins and it just zooms down and you see a seal under the water and he just goes, Ark! <laughs> it, like, goes back up because <laughs> it's just it didn't have to happen. And it's just so random.
3: Mm-hmm. But
0: basically, our main story here is that Santa is Satan's son. Yep. And he is just a menace to society. He has... Uh, A day of slaying, which is called Dag of Mord, where he is like exceptionally a menace to people. And so the angel comes down, (laughs) battles him to a curling match where if he wins, that angel has to go to hell. And then well, but Santa doesn't know he's an angel at this point, by the way. He's just he thinks he's an, an old man. So if he wins, the old man has to go to hell. And if the old man wins then Santa has to be good for a thousand years and he has to turn that day into a day of celebration and the old man wins. And so that is why Santa has been nice for so many years. But 2005 is the first year that he can be a menace again. Why the angel didn't just say you can never do this ever again is beyond me i guess he (laughs) wanted to teach him a lesson and he thought that maybe santa would grow (laughs) and Mm -hmm. learn from the a thousand years of being forced to be a specific type of person but um it actually just pissed him off more so you don't
2: don't say forcing someone to work a job they don't want to work for a thousand years made them upset question
0: because santa basically gets forced to be a customer service worker (laughs) and doesn't have a choice uh so yeah after the thousand years is over he's ready to cause a little bit of mayhem which in hindsight i'm sure grandpa thought probably should have extended it (laughs) probably
2: somewhere (laughs) around year 900 he was like "Ooh." perhaps i didn't think this one all the way through also real quick just a quick jump back because i saw in my notes i don't want to skip over it um christmas star shuriken that is all fabulous 10 out of 10. (laughs) i love that
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah who does that take is that chris katan
2: uh i think that's uh uh, rebecca Rebecca okay yeah
0: got it but yeah we go from this Like I said, this death that actually happens. And that's the thing. When we jump in, Santa's already ready to rock and roll. He has been planning this for the whole year, I'm sure. And he's already in the town, Hell Township. Casual. (laughs) Casually named after Hell.
2: Mm -hmm. Um, Also shot in Canada, too, if anyone's Mm -hmm. wondering.
0: But... I don't know. That seems risky <laughs> to name your town the hell.
2: <laughs> what you don't like a little bit of edge in your town names?
0: <laughs> it's just interesting that they did that, and most of the people who live there seem pretty religious. Uh huh. But
2: I mean, it's like one of those things works. that's just it's it's so on the nose, but like so oh, is yeah. everything else.
0: Oh, for sure. Um. Also. Most of the people that are in this movie suck as far as they're, they're supposed to. Mm-hmm. Their characters are pretty shitty. And so you're excited when they die. I would say maybe the only people who don't are Grandpa and Mac. Mm-hmm. I would say are the most likable characters. I mean, think Mac's
2: I, dad, too, technically. I mean, he's weird, but.
0: But he does kind of help out <laughs> in the end. He does come through the same day. And then also Mr. Who owns the deli? Uh, the Their deli. boss. He's he's a nice guy as well, Mister Green.
2: Mister Green, yeah, he was actually he was actually very nice. Uh, granted his gifts. his his gifts kind of sucked, but like, don't tell him that.
0: But hey, the best gift is a practical gift, and <laughs> that's what he gives Nicholas. Without that clock, how would they have known what time it was in the North Pole?
2: True, true. Um, <laughs> but then also it literally didn't even matter but like yeah right. yeah, yeah yeah it's fine <laughs>
0: right, right, right that no that's true um i will say though miss talbot one of my favorite lines comes from her when mr green tries to say happy holidays and she gets all pissed off and i was like don't hit me with that pc bullshit! <laughs> tell me merry christmas and so mr green is like okay sorry merry christmas And I love when she says, thank you. Go fuck yourself.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I love that shit too. And
0: then just leaves.
2: Bro, I know so many Mrs. Talbots in real life or have met so many of them via my years in customer service.
0: Mrs. Talbot, once again, is, I mean, honestly, a lot of these characters in this film are one-offs. You meet them and they either get taken out right away or you meet them and then you never see them again. Besides our core three Uh, Mac, Nicholas and Grandpa are really the main humans that we hang out with. And surprisingly, the preacher, (laughs) Um, he ends up being a little bit more of a character than the other town folk. But yeah, we don't spend a lot of time with our humans because most of them are there understandably and wonderfully for body count. Um, But (laughs) we get our two main characters who... Are allegedly already dating?
2: Allegedly, it feels I very one sided. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I remembered them not. I remembered, I think, because of how it's played out in the movie. I I remembered her really having cr- a crush on him and them not being together. Like that's the way that I remembered the plot going. Uh-huh. But no, they are dating. It's just that Nicholas fucking sucks. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: Now this, this, for me, felt similar to uh, Final Destination where it's like the characters weren't a couple one scene and then were a couple the next. Uh, but at least in this one, from Mac's side, it's from scene one. Like Mac is, mm-hmm. is in the Nicholas from the get. Nicholas some, somewhere along this Christmas sleighing gets on board with things, despite the mm-hmm. fact that, again, allegedly, they're already supposed to be a couple. Nicholas kind of got on my nerves, not gonna lie in a couple of places, but them as a unit I did like I actually liked the two of them together. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do think that they gave a um they gave a very complimentary performance alongside each other. I, I don't know I, I I did despite the fact that it didn't seem like a couple I shipped them, you know.
0: I shipped th- I I, I, I <laughs> <laughs> here are my grievances with Nicholas. He doesn't buy her a Christmas gift. True. But she gets him one. And then when she comes over, Nicholas is the one who brings up that everybody thinks his grandfather is strange. Yeah. And all Mac does is agree. She says, yeah, he is a little kooky, isn't he? And then Nicholas pops off and talks all this shit about Mac's dad, uncalled for Mm -hmm. (laughs) and unasked for. So then she leaves. And then next thing, that happens there's never an apology from that he's just calls her and is like hey i'm in prison can you come pick me up <laughs> she does she's thrust into this situation with santa claus and then from then on they kind of bond more because of what's happening but even then i mean he just and then there's that moment in the they're running through the high school and he's like we should split up and she goes what the what no (laughs) no we shouldn't i mean i don't know i would feel not in great hands if nicholas was my because i will say mac comes through in most instances oh absolutely to save the day either Purposefully or inadvertently, I think the only time that Nicholas really saves her is when her ski uh, snowmobile doesn't work. Mm-hmm. But even then, it takes him way too long for my liking before he says, hop on to mine, considering he has m- ample room <laughs> for her to hop on. Takes him a little bit too long. <laughs>
2: look can mac do better than nicholas absolutely i i think that there are so many fish in the sea
0: <laughs> how many fish are in hell though
2: <laughs> that's true probably
0: not that many <laughs>
2: yeah she might have some slim pickings in their town mm-hmm. possibly um mm-hmm. but yeah d- dude the <laughs> the crazy grandpa outburst was so weird it really was out of nowhere it caught me off guard <laughs> I was sitting there like, bro, why are you mad? Like, what are you so upset about?
0: Pissed. And I think they were trying, I think it was one of those, because she says Merry Christmas to the grandfather on accident. Uh And he death glares her. And she goes, sorry, I forgot. I think it was meant to be one of those things where it's, I can make fun of my grandpa, but you can't. Like it was supposed
2: to lead into the anger or something like that.
0: Right. It's supposed to be where I think Nicholas is. He does love his grandfather, despite all his wackiness and kind of eclecticness. And I think people in the town kind of always make fun of his grandfather. And maybe it was supposed to be. Not you too, Mac. One of those things. But the way that he immediately starts insulting her dad (laughs) is crazy to me. And that's when she, that's when you find out they're in a relationship because she says it. She leaves and she's like, when you're ready to be mature in this relationship, give me a call. Also, the look back three times, Mac. Don't do that. I, I wish she, she she couldn't. This girl couldn't storm out if she tried. <laughs> There's so many obstacles in her way. She has to unlock three locks. She walks out, turns back around, walks a little bit more, turns back around.
2: Mm. Like, the stank eye she gives on one of those look backs, though, is pretty pristine, though.
0: It was the Merry Christmas because that one was basically like, fuck you.
2: Mm-hmm. Nah, <laughs> she sold that one. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Definitely. 10 out of 10 on that glare. <laughs> <laughs> uh the the door bit was funny though, and that one felt planned though. Yeah. That absolutely oh, felt yeah. planned and it was mwah.
0: <laughs> It was funny. I just felt bad because it really slowed down her momentum. But <laughs> it was funny.
2: <laughs> um speaking of momentum, another note I have here is um right before Santa kills Mrs. Talbot, um we get the lovely line read of move, bitch, get out the mm-hmm. way. They did the line, and it made me so happy.
0: (laughs) Um, Also, I just love the way that Goldberg says it.
2: His delivery of it is pretty fantastic.
0: Also, this man is jacked. Jacked. I mean, it's obvious that he's a hulking figure, but when he takes his jacket off later, I actually did (laughs) gasp a little bit. I was like, oh my gosh, it's kind of crazy.
2: I was like, Anthony, could you leave the room for a second? (laughs) no <laughs> no like honestly though like casting wise just on a visual level mm-hmm. this man is jack santa claus like if i if someone yeah. was like all right really quickly picture the most ripped santa claus you can think of in your head it's, it's literally it's literally him <laughs> like it is the exact it's image
0: cr- yeah a jacked frost if you will <laughs> it's cr- it's crazy um but yeah for the most part he's in and I do like actually the outfit that they have on him for Santa it's 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 a little bit more of the leaning into the Norse authentic not you know authentic quote-unquote imagery of Santa Claus so it's not he has like the cool hat that has like this really intricate design on it and it's still the red suit but there's like certain things to it that are a little bit different than I think what you normally see and I, I like it it looks cool no i agree he's, he's a he's a cool looking santa claus yeah but we we meet grandpa who's kind of like doc brown
2: a, li- a little I, bit. I i thought it was doc <laughs> for a second like when he when he first popped up on the screen i was like doc oh never mind <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> he comes in with that sort of energy and he's an inventor who invents things that don't seem like they really have a purpose, such as the the robot thing that turns the page much slower and much less efficiently than you would if you literally just used your finger. Mm-hmm. But also, I kind of want to be that <laughs> old that person <laughs> who just makes things that can do things for me that like aren't efficient, but it just does it for me, so I want it to anyway. <laughs>
2: is that just you wanting to be an inventor erica is that what that is i mean
0: i think that this uh, this is a very niche kind of (laughs) inventor type but i think it really sprung up because i rewatched casper not that long (laughs) ago and i also feel like casper's dad was kind of like that where he invented things that were not at all better than if you just use your hands but why not still using them yeah
2: that's fair it it, you know it just looks like a great way to spend retirement Is what it looks like Uh, Mm um it is kind of interesting the way that they incorporate the grandpa i think Mm -hmm. where like about halfway through the movie i started to catch on into like what we were like where we were going with his character but at the start i was kind of in the dark about like what's the grandpa's deal And, like, what's his relation? Like, you knew there was some relationship to Santa, but what exactly it was, I think, was a little bit in the dark. Um, At first, I almost thought that he was, like, maybe the original Santa, and perhaps this Santa Mm -hmm. was, like, a replacement Santa or something. I was coming up with my own little theories before we got the big reveal, but I do think the character is played quite well, where it's just, Mm -hmm. like, he just seemed, you know, seems like an eccentric grandpa, but nothing that's, like oh red flag red flag or anything of the sort
0: right no he's he's a fun character as well um i i like what they end up doing with him i kind of like that grandpa once everything pops off becomes real call like cool calm and collected Uh like he kind of just becomes real suave i feel like (laughs) once santa actually steps on the scene which i thought was kind of fun Mm -hmm. because yeah at the end of the day he is the angel who he gave up his immortality to uh, this woman had him so down bad (laughs) that he gave up being an angel so that he could live on earth with her and so when he dies he just becomes an angel again like he's like i'm cool
1: again the foolish archangel elsa craig the only angel to give up his immortality for an earthly woman I'm beginning to feel a little more like my old self again. Wicked! your grandfather's you an angel. I'll talk to you and look after you. I swear I'll never take the Lord's name in vain again. You're forgiven, Nicholas. Sorry I couldn't have made your death a more painful one. How did you know I'd find you? You said you'd go to Helen back to find me once the bet was over. So I moved to Hell Township.
0: Is your grandfather always so literal?
1: I had to make sure you would honor our wager. It was easy to find you. (coughs) Dear Santa, I've been a good boy nearly every day this year. I wanted to see you at the mall, but my grandfather finished curling practice too late. I don't think he really wanted to go, So I'm writing you this letter to tell you what I would like for Christmas. Can I please have a mini-bake oven? Sincerely, Nicholas Yulson. 29 Meadowlark Lane, Hell Township. Let the boy go. It's me you really want.
0: I do wonder why he can't leave the ice rink. I don't know.
2: Because plot, that's (laughs) why. The same reason why he was able to be at the ice rink is the same reason why he can't leave it. Yep. Plot,
0: <laughs> and the same reason that he just didn't immediately get sucked into hell. <laughs> plot, plot. Uh, thank goodness. Thank goodness he didn't. <laughs> thank but goodness plot. he didn't. But um, I do want to talk a little bit about the <laughs> about the scene with the gas station attendant.
2: Oh, you talking about Debo? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> man okay all right we we will talk about we'll talk about it because i went on a journey with that scene at first it was exactly that i said oh debo's in
3: this movie Mm -hmm.
2: (laughs) which i wouldn't have made like a i think in my head i wouldn't have made as much of a big deal about it if the movie didn't make as much of a big deal about it because the movie treats it as a pretty big reveal
0: big deal (laughs)
2: They're like, because when Nicholas gets to this gas station, it's like he gets there and you like, you can't see who's working at the gas station. Mm -hmm. You can just see them from behind. And then the camera like does like a a big close up of like just their back to make sure you can't see who it is. They do the whole full turnaround. Mm -hmm. So you get the name. And then finally it pans out and then you're like ah
0: yeah and then here. The, the music <laughs> kicks in and it's like dun, 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 <laughs> like this like kind of swingy hip-hop music like the gta music mm-hmm. that, Like that's what it sounds like so,
2: so like initial gut reaction i was like cool this is fun why not mm-hmm. more cameos i'm here for this and then it turns out that homeboys literally just in there for a get out the hood joke and that really upset me that really got under (laughs) my skin
0: (laughs) yeah because (laughs) they the way that the scene unfolds it almost plays out like he's the angel and he came back because santa came and that's the way that it folds like he's gonna play an integral role in the slaying of santa Mm -hmm. and then yeah it just becomes one of those things where nicholas says oh i've never seen you before and it almost feels like a oh i've never we don't have black people in these parts and then yeah and he says yeah i had to get it out the hood blah, 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 blah. and that's the end of the scene and then nicholas grabs some gum that <laughs> also never feels very important in the moment and then never comes back <laughs> um and then after that it like the rest of the plot goes on in a normal way. And that's what I mean when you get introduced to these characters who are never to be seen again because he doesn't die. We just don't ever see him again.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's that scene was a scene, but can we also go back and talk about the fact that Santa Claus um, murdered a bunch of people in a strip club, question mark?
0: Yes, why couldn't Santa get into the strip club? Like, why wasn't that guy gonna let him in?
2: that was a great question he he did come in like real hot like it was very confrontational from the start um just right. because homeboy pulled up in a you know ox-powered sled but
0: right With why all the judgment dear. right it's like it's christmas eve so it's not weird that i'm dressed up like santa claus i guess the power emanating off of me was a little off-putting. But also, if you're not gonna let me into the strip club, then why are you trying to valet my sleigh? And why is there a valet at a small town strip club?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Great question, but (laughs) watching that man try and valet that sleigh, or that sled, was one of my Mm -hmm. favorite parts of this movie.
0: (laughs) Yeah, he does his, that's, he really does try. He is putting his all into his job. He's taking it very seriously. And he does get eaten as a result of that. But yes, we watch an entire, you know what I love about this strip club scene? I love that the workers were, it was on site. Like I love that (laughs) they immediately were ready to fight him after he did assault a stripper and everybody that worked there was ready to throw hands. Mm -hmm. And I appreciated that. they all died (laughs) as a result of that but they were willing to fight for her honor and i liked that
2: Nah, i agree with that but they also did get absolutely messed up um so does everybody else though the thing is like santa in this as you alluded to before very performative in the way that he kills people and so every kill is creative every kill is a lot of fun uh, mm-hmm. One of my favorite ones in the strip club sequence is when he rips the stripper pole out of the ground, <laughs> and you think that he is going to then impale one of the workers with the stripper pole, but no, he actually just tosses it to him and shoves it into a light, which then electrocutes that worker. I'm mm-hmm. like the creativity on this man.
0: He's thinking. Yes. Oh, he is a thinker outside the box. He has had, but you think about it, he's had thousand years to prep. And you know what I appreciate True. about him is he doesn't kill everybody. I, I truly mean it when he's just a little mischievous guy. He just likes to cause chaos. And so it's like not everybody automatically dies yeah. when he comes, when he steps on the scene. Sometimes he just kind of likes messing with people. Yeah. And I think that that's fun because I think that that does show that he really is just, you know, Someone that likes to wreak havoc where they go and likes to fuck with people. And although killing is fun, that's not necessarily his main focus. Um, But yes, in the strip club scene, he he almost leaves and then turns back around and decides to set the whole place ablaze. Mm-hmm. but i will say the most crazy the craziest thing to me in the show club scene is the fact that that bartender was just going to cut that lime straight on the bar no <laughs> cutting board or anything that's crazy <laughs> sir <laughs> what are you doing <laughs> what are you doing can we get uh, the health inspector in here it probably would have gotten shut down anyway but um this is also when we see the preacher
2: yeah and he
0: goes into the strip club. One of my favorite scenes is the church scene after that where he's like sweating balls and he's trying to say how sorry they are to all of the victims and he's naming off all the strippers' names.
2: The stripper names.
0: Cause why?
2: It's <laughs> why would you
0: have to do that? Why and why would you say their show, stri- show names?
2: Their show names are not their <laughs> fucking real names.
1: Finally a moment of silence for the victims of that tragic fire that took place last night at the community I saw, gold diggers, the house of heathens. While these people are undeniably moral sinners, they are nonetheless members of this community and therefore deserve our condolences. So pray with me if you will for their salvation. Of Crystal Candy. Sierra Reigns. Dixie Wrecked. Tess Tickler.
2: Look, so the thing about this movie that I do enjoy is like, Mm -hmm. there is a good half of the jokes that are very dated and didn't land the way that they would have probably in 2005. But... The other half still actually aged very well and remained pretty funny. There were plenty of moments in this movie where I genuinely like burst out laughing. Um, The stripper name sequence was one of them. Um, A lot of the the stripper scene in general was also just in terms of kills. um, Santa kills a mugger in broad daylight (laughs) and no one gives a damn. Um,
0: Takes out the whole police station.
2: (laughs) Takes out a whole police station. It's it cannot be stopped literally mm-hmm. like it's once upon a time at Christmas again um power level wise right. but
0: yeah I mean he Santa we find out later that Santa's main reason for coming to hell is because <laughs> he's literally looking for their bloodline because mm-hmm. They are the only ones who have ever managed to imprison him in some way. So mainly he's going after grandpa, but residually he'll go after Nicholas as well. So that is his main reasoning for being there, which I think when you have that as a storyline, it does make sense on why a lot of the other townspeople are auxiliary. They're not really important and we don't really get to see much of them besides random times when Santa just gets the urge to kill, Mm -hmm. um, which is what ends up happening with Mr. Green. Because Mr. Green is not at all involved in any of this. But Santa does show up and and take him out. And then we see him kind of smile at the picture of Grandpa. And from then on, I think, yeah, because right after, okay. (laughs) Yeah, because right after that is when Nicholas shows up. And tries to pull the murder weapon, which is a menorah. Mm -hmm. He tries to pull it out of Mr. Green (laughs) because Mr. Green has been like impaled through his neck with it into the wall and he's just hanging on the wall. And then Nicholas comes and puts his little grubby little hands all over it (laughs) and tries to pull him out of the wall and then just hangs out in there until the police show up. Love that
2: oh man uh
0: (laughs) but i love the police the police officers are so nonchalant about everything
2: so nonchalant at first i wasn't about it but like the more time we spend with the police officers the more i like them just because it's just really funny just how shit at their job they are (laughs) uh but yeah nicholas just goes straight like doesn't think twice about going for the murder weapon and just starts pulling granted I guess, partially right idea because Mr. Green was still alive, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, Alive enough to give him the information that Santa yeah. is, in fact, real. And that's what he should be worried about. So he lived long enough to give the plot once again and then <laughs> died immediately afterwards.
0: Oh, my God. I love that, though. I love it when he dies again because the way that he plays it and the way that they like let him play it is it's like as soon as he hears the police come up he just goes "Uh, uh," and Uh. then like like, dies again um, as just so that the police can't come in and like see him alive at all Mm -hmm. and it's so funny also he did
2: try and repel santa with a jewish star as if he was a vampire
0: (laughs) (laughs) that happens a couple times in this movie where they kind of treat santa like he's a vampire and they try and use things against him and and Every time he's just like, "What the fuck are you you doing?" doing?
3: Yeah,
0: because Nicholas tries to use just like a flashlight against him later and shine it in his face. It's
3: like, bro, and
0: what? It stuns him for a second just because there's a bright light in his eyes, but then it doesn't do anything. Yeah, but it's a fun that one. That one's that one's a, a a fun fun scene as well although it's unfortunate because like i said mr green was a nice guy he <laughs> he was actually a, one of the nicer people who dies um because like i said the, a lot of the other people we see they're kind of shitty so mm-hmm. when they die you're like whatever great i'm happy about it um but one of my favorite lines also another one of my favorite lines is coming up and it's <laughs> it's when santa like really is going on his rampage and all of the carolers are singing, and then, like, the preacher's dressed up as Santa Claus, and it's when Santa, like, rides through the town center or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I just like when the preacher runs through all the carolers and he says, Move, you skanks! <laughs>
2: <laughs> so vulgar, this movie. Mm hmm.
0: It is actually
2: (laughs) it it is i one of my notes was i actually understand why i cuss so much now and it's because of early 2000s humor we were just Mm -hmm. every line had to throw a damn fucker or shit in there like just because
0: to uh, make it funny to make (laughs) it add a little razzle dazzle
2: (laughs) true um but another good pro of this movie is once again the length this is a very short movie and because of that things happen very quickly in succession like it's very much just like this happens then this happens then this happens everything keeps moving along at a very steady pace um and so i really like that because like i don't feel like we lingered on anything other than a couple jokes that i think the director really wanted to land uh, the <laughs> yeah. biggest example of that being the christmas tree map joke sequence yeah. like that one went on for a while even though like the idea of it was funny i just feel like they really wanted to land that one and i was like i don't know if we need this but okay right they Um,
0: were really letting those actors riff (laughs) for as long as they could
2: yeah um but because of the pacing things do move by very quickly um so we get into like our our ending section pretty fast Mm -hmm. where santa has now found grandpa and nicholas and mac and they have to do their grand escape where uh grandpa gets run over by a reindeer another line (laughs) that i thought in my head that santa said and i said we're two for two baby let's go Mm -hmm. so we then insert a a snowmobile chase sequence here yes that honestly i'm not (laughs) gonna lie kind of here for (laughs) i actually enjoyed the sequence more than i thought i would
0: (laughs) it was fun mac punches the reindeer in its nose and then one and then there's Santa
2: throws s- present grenades
0: yes and there's one point where Santa thinks that he's hit them and then it goes to a six slow-mo shot of them tilted onto <laughs> one ski of the snowmobile just like gr- grinding around the corner mm-hmm. and yeah it's fun it's it's uh it's a fun action sequence because we don't really have a lot of chase sequences in this movie And I think having one in the sleigh was fun because I think the obvious thing to do would have been the car sequence and have him chase them in the sleigh. And that's kind of what you think is going to happen is he's just going to chase them in their car. Mm -hmm. But I do like that they did it on a snowmobile because it gave Nicholas and Max something to do and to be a little bit more involved. And it gave us time to see more of the fun little tricks that Santa has up his sleeve which is another thing that I like about this movie is they really lean into the christmas weapons and the different things that Santa could have cuz yeah he has the the gifts that explode he has a smoke bomb that's an ornament mm-hmm. he has this candy cane candy cane
2: glow stick
0: that Sword i wish they used more because i don't know why he pulled it out <laughs> i don't know what the purpose of it was besides to be it looks really cool yeah but we i, don't really I, do I much thought he was gonna it. use
2: it too i'm I surprised too.
0: i like thought it was gonna be like a laser or something but <laughs> he just kind of pulls it out and then they run away and then he throws it on the ground but yeah, no, he uses a lot of Christmas weapons and it's really fun. To yeah, well,
2: while, while also giving a bunch of Christmas one liners, puns and quips mm-hmm. that very corny, very cheesy, but keep you in the keep you in the spirit, keep you in the mood of the movie. Um, and so for that, I really enjoyed them. And I will say for how much fun I was having in the second half, perhaps you could help me with this because you have seen this more than I have but it really felt like our characters once grandpa got run over uh truly had no idea what they were doing or had no game plan other than survive until north pole midnight yeah and we find out very quickly that that doesn't even matter so
0: right it's so they didn't have that was it It is wait until midnight christmas day was over because their thought was that when it ended he would probably just have to go back or that he wouldn't have the same power or what have you which grandpa actually does confirm is that he doesn't but he was kind of bluffing and lying to them and saying no i'm still good i'm chilling and because he had the upper hand that seemed true um and i guess at the end of the day it's like he probably was still quite powerful but just couldn't do all the things that he was able to do like maybe he could get hurt more because they Mm -hmm. do shoot him and i mean it stuns him but he does end up getting up and leaving (laughs) just like walking out so
2: but he he gets shot earlier on but then post midnight when he gets shot with the with the uh chestnut That actually actually does tangible damage Mm -hmm. to him.
0: So, yeah, I guess they could have then really gone on the offensive because that was what they were trying to figure out is if they should do defense or offense. And they decided, well, they're forced into just being defensive. And so after that, yeah, it's this idea of, okay, well, we'll just go ahead and go after him for real, for real. But what they don't know when they go after him is that it's decoy Santa and he already left. <laughs> he been left. Like he which I actually think is really funny. Just the idea that he did think, okay, yeah, I gotta get out of here. Time's up, and then just like leaves and goes to the airport and then fakes <laughs> having him fakes himself up in the sky. He uses the preacher as mm-hmm. like the fake Santa and then just has his reindeer flying up. So they kill the reindeer for sure, and then yep. they kill the With preacher. A with a bazooka out of freaking nowhere <laughs> the dad just pops up Max's dad just pops up and is like yeah i got a bazooka and she's but like hey, great
2: <laughs> the setup for that though was pristine we spent all movie talking about how this man only hunts yeah has many many weapons has animals all over his wall like we establish exactly who mac's dad is throughout this movie and when he shows up he is exactly who we expect him to be bazooka and
0: all yeah he comes through crazy also mac brings the grandfather wolverine and the way that she folded she's like folded it up in aluminum foil on a plate as if it's been cooked already and she's just brought a plate of the meat and then when he opens it it's just like roadkill (laughs) status wolverine still has the fur on it still is raw um that's i did think that was crazy
2: (laughs) what was crazier was the smile that she maintained as he opened it up
0: she was so excited for him to try it and she's like i hope it didn't get cold (laughs) girl (laughs) it needs to be put that shit on ice it's raw (laughs) What do you there mean? In no way you
2: didn't smell this come on no man.
0: we're in the danger zone temp wise now it's probably far too warm that's crazy <laughs> that's crazy <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah nah her dad's wild but you know he gets the job done he kills the reindeer yeah. too bad we only end up killing the preacher and santa does in fact get away which you know they set themselves up for a sequel that i don't think we need but did we get (laughs) question mark i I don't don't think so i don't
0: think we did also i love that because because yeah they they see the preacher and so everybody who's there is like it was him the whole time that's crazy and nicholas basically says that he let them believe that so that they wouldn't be scared of of the actual killer coming back uh-huh. Now, this is to say that the preacher was not a good guy, but he, Nicholas did let them pin all of those murders and shit <laughs> just on his name, like besmirched this man's name is. And yeah. they both know and they just kind of say, oh, well.
2: <laughs> yeah. Also, what happens to Nicholas now? Because his grandfather is still dead. Right. So like... Where does his life go from yeah, here? Because
0: he's only 16 and he makes a comment. So at the end of the movie, he makes a comment about how I think my story's just beginning. Like he's going to take up the fighting Santa reigns, I suppose. <laughs> but also Nicholas is not an angel. I think that's one of the main reasons that your grandfather succeeded is because he was supernatural. Um, and yeah, he can't take care of you anymore yeah i don't know maybe he moves in with mac
2: (laughs) maybe they just take that relationship to the next step because as far as i see it he has no guardian anymore Mm -hmm. um his house is kind of wrecked uh he doesn't have a job his boss is dead
0: right um
2: he has nothing Nothing. He is starting from zero. I mean, I guess he inherited whatever's left of the house, but right. outside of that.
0: But how is he gonna pay for it? And he might have a concussion because he got thwacked really hard with a book.
3: <laughs>
2: <What> the <fuck? laughs> That's the shit about this Santa that I love. So many options. What does he choose to do? Fucking throw Charles Dickens at him.
0: Yeah. Hard hits it hits, hits him hard in his head. And <laughs> it really rattles him. <laughs> that
1: really hurt
0: that really hurt <laughs> and then they just sit there cuddling cuz his head hurts <laughs> <laughs> poor, i'm like you, poor you Nicholas. that's what i'm like mac you are you want to kiss this man so bad that you're willing to forget that there's a killer santa who is 10 feet away from you because you might get a little smooch and they do at the end they finally kiss true and right next to the dead body of the preacher
2: sounds like a good christmas to me erica what's the what's the issue
0: <laughs> romantic
2: <laughs> yeah but, but hey, maybe he's got a little bit of angel in him so maybe it's that maybe she's just caught the caught the bug
0: right and it's interesting because the only reason they survived is because angel grandpa kind of came through clutch because they were smooth about to die yeah so i don't know why nicholas is acting like he's prepared
2: yeah though like it's funny because grandpa does save them but then promptly loses to santa immediately (laughs) afterwards
0: yes which (laughs) also the only reason that grandpa won the first curling game was because santa went first and grandpa Mm -hmm. was able to hit his stone into the the circle and so that was santa messed up by going first on the second round grandpa goes first and gets it right on the edge. So I'm like, Santa literally could have just pushed that off and would have won. I guess Santa wasn't, Santa wasn't really looking to play fair though. Cause nah. he just takes grandpa and chucks him in the hole.
2: Which out of all the options he could have taken, that was my favorite one. Again.
0: <laughs> like
2: I, throughout this entire film, every decision that Santa made was my favorite one. Like yeah. I, I, I've seen at this point now, a couple renditions of bad Santa. And this is definitely up there is one of my favorite ones. The the menace energy that he is providing for the entirety of this movie is it's immaculate. High. I love it's it. It's
0: high. And then, yeah, we cut to him later and he's waiting to get on a flight to get back to the North Pole, get back to his his baby girl. And he just has to wait for the boarding to start 10 minutes.
3: Yeah.
2: Easy peasy. Kind of, you know, happy ending for everybody. In mm-hmm.
0: It's, yeah. I mean, yeah, I guess so.
2: It's like. For it's now. One, yeah, for For a year for at least. It's one of those where, like, I I feel like typically I'd be upset that we didn't, like, really put a pin in the story and that we left mm-hmm. it kind of the way that we did. But this is one of the few movies where I actually did not mind. I didn't care. Like, it's. I think it's because we come out the gate so wacky that I just, by the time we're at the finish line, I don't even really care where the destination was. I was just, I was along for the ride. And by Mm. the time we got there, I felt full. I was like, you know what, however you want to end this, this is kind of fine with me, to be honest.
0: I'm cool with it. I am, I really am. It's like, it kind of ends in a, it's weird because the ending to me feels like unfinished. In a way, particularly the ending that we get with Nicholas and Mac. Mm -hmm. It feels almost like they didn't really know what to do. And so they just did something. Yeah. Then you get that pin of Santa and that helps. It's like having that final scene with him, I think, helps to tie it all together. But yeah, yeah, if you look at what just happened, what's just happening in the town, it does feel very much like, all right. Say whatever you guys want to say. We'll... (laughs) the movie that way
2: (laughs) yeah it's like the second half of this movie struggles in that way i will say where it's like it does feel like whatever little plot they had they kind of lost it after we got on the snowmobiles Mm -hmm. but again going back on to just it's kind of dumb fun and i didn't mind it in this in this case but i do still recognize that like some of the threads that we were trying to follow uh, got a little scattered just
3: there
0: fall apart yeah i think that's also because the town isn't super involved and so mm-hmm. we really are reliant on these few people and then it's like oh yeah we could go back to the skeet shooters and have them shoot at it and then we do but then even that's like a weird little moment where it's it just feels like it's super easy to just be like you guys want to shoot a deer out of the sky and everyone says yeah sure but yeah the the ending moment with santa makes it all worth it because in the i think the most important thing at the end of the day was that he was not going to get caught and not be stopped and he didn't and it's kind of fun to think that he's just gonna fly back home hang out for a year and then do it again yeah do it all again also we just skip over another scene that i liked which is the scene with those two kids opening their presents and then their heads um, promptly get blown off oh
2: yeah now <laughs> another sequence of just <laughs> random people we haven't seen at all yeah just get involved in the story yeah yeah i don't know what they did to deserve that but that should make me laugh that was funny <laughs> yeah
0: that was a good one that Image of their heads just gone was wild. Mm -hmm. Um, But that's Santa's sleigh. Yeah, not really a lot going on there. But at the same time, everything that happens is just ridiculous in it. But I think that's why it's one that I like so much. Because like I said, it's just really simple. And it's like mindless fun. And sometimes that's all you want for a movie like this. True. Not trying to be too much. Not trying to do all this extra like added story or anything like that at the end of the day Santa's evil it is what it is
2: (laughs) very true very true sometimes uh, like you said sometimes you just need that you just want the simplicity Mm -hmm. of things and I feel like holiday horrors are a great place to do that
0: yeah for sure but we got to figure out what we're going to rate this out of oh my god so many
2: options um what was the dog's name was scrib scribbles scribbles flying scribbles is going to be my suggestion you're going to have to work real hard to convince me off of that one but i'm here for it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um ooh.
2: christmas hoagies, uh,
0: hoagies christmas curling no <laughs>
2: <laughs> strip club santa's
0: I am I'm, tr- I'm kind of into Strip Club Santas. Um, yo, I'm here for it. Okay.
2: Let's do. It. Let's do that one. Let's do it.
0: Let's do that one actually. Let's hit
2: them with the Strip Club Santas. All right. <laughs> would you like to go first? Who would you like me to go first?
0: Okay, I will I'll go first. Okay. For my for my rating for this one, I think I'm going to give this one like a 2.8. Okay. Out of out of 5. strip club santas it's not it's just like fun Mm -hmm. and it's quick and it's pretty easy um it wasn't as it's weird because i feel like it wasn't as fun as i remembered it being Mm -hmm. and i think maybe that's just a product of time and age i mean i haven't like i used to watch this a lot when around the time that it came out And so I think that it's just been a while since I've seen it. And yeah, some things just don't hit the same maybe. But that being said, it's still a fun movie. I think it's just one of those things where it's... And actually, it's not a a bad movie by any means. It's actually pretty good production-wise. You can tell that there's money behind it. There's a lot of actors in it who are having a great time. And therefore, you're having a great time. I just think it's one of those movies where it's like... It's good for what it is. Mm -hmm. But that's kind of all it is yeah. <laughs> so it's a fun time i still recommend this to people like for a holiday horror movie just because it's it's silly and i think it it's kind of what i feel like i look for during this time of the year but yeah it it's just it's just good so two two point eight i think okay strip club Santos.
2: <laughs> no that's fine um okay so i think initially I was gonna give it a three out of five, but I think I'm with you at a 2.8 out of five mm-hmm. I think I'm gonna agree with it um, for similar reasons I, I Think that this is a movie that I would recommend During the holidays for anybody who likes the genre to watch at least one time because I think for that first time You watch this film is a lot of fun yeah, yeah, some of the jokes are dated and that is kind of why I like take off some points because like I, Although I think the movie very funny It wasn't as funny as like I know it could have been which you know, it is what it is Um, but it still understands the assignment you get really fun holiday-esque kills with a very mm-hmm. fun rendition of santa claus And a plot that's not too like bogged down by itself that it has enough room to play And has enough room to have fun and it just the entire watch feels like a really good time This is one that I don't I don't see myself regularly Rewatching on my own But I could definitely see myself rewatching this film with people for their Mm -hmm. first time because I would love to see people's First reactions to this movie Um, So it's like one of those ones where like I recommend with a caveat, but yeah likewise i think it's a good movie um and it's just it it's fun it got me in the holiday spirit and Mm. i think 2.8 out of five uh strip club santas that's that's where i sit too
0: That's fair okay well yeah that that's santa sleigh for you everyone um this is not like streaming for free anywhere
2: boo (laughs) so
0: uh yeah you'll have to rent this one if you want to check it out but i would love to hear your thoughts on this movie and um is this your go-to silly horror holiday movie i i'm i i'm always looking for more that are like this i think that's the thing so i do feel like this is a very specific kind where it's like good quality but it's still a comedy horror Mm -hmm. And it's not just like funny because it's bad or what have you. So if you guys have other ones like this... uh, Santa Jaws fits in the same category, <laughs> I think, as well. But movies like that, I'm always, I'm always down to hear more about. So we'd love for you guys to let us know. You can talk to us on our social media. We are homies of horror on everything. Or if you prefer to come into the Discord to chit chat a little bit more in depth and to chat with other homies as well, you can find the link for that in our social media bios. You can also email us. We are homies of horror at gmail.com. You can email us requests, recommendations, and business inquiries. And if you are listening to this on Monday, the day that it comes out, that means that we are streaming on Twitch. Twitch is where we play spooky games, hang out with the homies, have some laughs, have some drinks, have some holiday cheer. If you want to come through and say hello, that is also in our social media bios. And last but never least, if you are so inclined, we'd very much appreciate it if you'd leave us a rating or a review. You can do both on apple Podcasts. the more we get the better it recommends our show to more listeners and we just like to hear what you guys are thinking of the show so if you have an apple account and haven't done so we'd love for you to and over on spotify you can rate us by clicking the stars underneath our name also on the day that we're recording this the spotify wrapped just came out um, which also means that our podcast wrapped just came out and ah that's always just so fun to look at that and see all the stats mm-hmm. and everything uh, once again thank you guys to everybody for all of your support and for listening to us. And um, for anyone who had us in your top podcast, thank you. And even just to more casual listeners, um, that really helps us. It's always fun to check it out and see kind of how we've grown or what's changed over the year. So yeah, thank you. Thank you all for listening. Thank you for interacting with us on these different, um, these different podcasting apps. But we appreciate you. We hope you guys have a great rest of your week. And we'll be back with more holiday horror next time.
3: Catch you next time, homies.
0: Bye.